You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Drinks with Johnny. We haven't done one of these in a minute, guys, actually. It's been uh, a few weeks where we've missed these follow-ups with just the three amigos here. Uh, I'm really excited to get into it because we haven't done one since I saw Brandon last. Brandon Lombardo here, everybody. How are you doing today? What's up? Yeah, give me the cheers, the applause. I like that. Yeah, it's, wow. It has been that And I haven't, we haven't done, I've seen Sam since even and I'm, I'm here in houston right now i mean so much has been going on and this has probably been a close to oh and we got <sighs> owen in the house nice. oh God, stop the show we got owen in the house they just blew the door to them say hi Holy say hi, hi. Johnny, what's Sam. up buddy he's hi. getting huge you're yeah, big dude is. crazy crazy <laughs> man he looks so different I, I just saw him last August. Like, what well, is a year, dude? Like, yeah. I it's know a lot changed. Bro, really year, but quick. Damn. I know. But I feel like that was. I understand it was. It's literally over a year ago, but to me, it feels like it was a few months ago. Yeah. Let's be real. No, it's true. You've been busy, man. Time flies when you're on the road. We've all and... been busy. We've all been busy. Yes, Which is why true. we haven't been here, guys. But we're so glad. To. I mean, I don't know. Listeners, everyone at home, I'm glad you guys are here too, but I'm more excited that I'm here with my brothers right now and we're going to have like a little recap on what's been going on over the last month. Oh, I've been needing this. This is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Me too, Sam. Yeah. Me I mean, too. We were texting about this and we we're like, let's do it. And we were just kind of like, hey, we've had such stress. What makes us feel best is when the three of us are together. So let's let's dive in here, guys. And by the way, oh, I got to yeah. say qu- quickly while we got him on here. Uh, going down to San Diego, I, my daughter and I went down to see Avenged. We'll try to, and uh, <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, but on the way home, on the way home, my daughter and I thought of a game, and we're, I'm going to bring her in down the road of we can call it Boomer Slang or something like that, where she's going <laughs> to give us a bunch of new slang, and we have to guess what it is because it is hard. I got her. I'm like, don't tell me anymore. Nah, we're going to bring it on. I'll so be good at this. You would? You think so? Yeah. Well, I'm hip, dude. I'm she goes, no, he's, he's, he, no, no, no. Brandon, uh, Brandon's like the new dad that hasn't really quite grasped yeah. that he's a dad yet. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> I, I'd be curious to how it As goes. Owen just grabs the mic away <laughs> from him. <laughs> he's been sitting here. He's been sitting here going, he's been sitting here going, microphone, microphone. And just well, my son got all yeah. pissed because I told Charlotte she has a good pitch. If, if you guys like it, we'll do it. And then he's like, well, what about me? I can come on. And then I was like, well, what's your idea? He goes, I don't have one, but I want to come on. I'm like, oh, shit. Get creative, dude. <laughs> yeah. You got to get creative before you come on this yeah, show. It's not a free pass here. <laughs> you just got to barge in, dude. That's how you get on the show. Yeah, there you, you go. Yeah, the actually, I, yeah that, uh, Owen and Frankie at this point have both just barged in at this point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, with the Terran episode. I, uh, by the way, when I was editing that one, I was like, 
should I cut these parts out? But they were so genuine that I was yeah. like, you know what? This is just like a really cool hang at my house. I'm just going to. And Taryn was, let's start there. Because like, I think that's probably the last time we all talked. Yeah, that's true. Like uh, when Taryn came over to the house with his brother, uh, I know for use. And we had, I had to leave. I had, I had a fo flag football game right after. So we didn't get to talk too much. But like, I know me and Sam gave each other a big hug. Because we were like, that was just such a good hang. Like it was one of those times when we have guests on the show, it doesn't always work out and it, you know, people have different days and different everything. And general, generally we have a great time with our guests, but there's certain times when a guest is over at the house and we just like go like that fucking clicked. That was yeah. really cool. And that was really fun. And with Taryn Killam on the show, if you guys haven't watched it yet, it's right here on YouTube. Um, go check it out. And his impersonations were fucking spot on. Getting to know a little bit more about the the strike that's been going on. And then, of course, having his brother over was a big Avenged Sevenfold fan. All of it was just like, I mean, while I was home for five weeks, that might have been like my my favorite day uh, uh, of the of, of that time. Dude, that was so fun. You know, Brandon, you were the only thing that we were really missing from that True. time. Uh, I got a text message from my sister and my other buddy Chris also texted me. Uh, we got to get a clip out of the Patrick Mahone impersonation he did. Yeah, like, that was a good one. Oh yeah. god, that part is so good. So. <laughs> when he talks about Zoltar giving him his uh, his uh, his powers, <laughs> I was genius. It was so genius, dude. That seemed like such a good hang. It's been such a long time since we had like everyone there doing one. Like yeah. the Medusa episode yeah. is the one that I think like it's maybe the last long. time. Probably I think that was the last time you were you were around for it. Yeah, yeah man. We got shit well, you, when you come when you come to Southern California again. We're gonna have to make sure we we're doing an episode no matter That's what. It. We'll find yep. someone. We, we got to do something because we got to get the band back together. Yeah, 100%. as they say. If I take it that back. Was a, I, I think we did like some kind of a live stream that was probably terrible for our uh, filthy animal audience. Yeah. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, you know, the, yeah, but that was that was just a VC chat. That wasn't an yeah. episode. Okay. And everybody complained <laughs> that we were all over the place, but I'm like, hey. It's oh. a hang. We're having fun. Hey. No one complained. There's no comments to read. It's just a VC chat, man. And anyone who wants to know about it can join the Filthy Animals by going to drinkswithjohnny.com and uh, joining our, our membership there. And every once in a while, the three of us pop in there. Actually, not every once in a while. Once a month, oh. we pop in there and uh, have a little hang with uh, all the members and let everyone ask all the questions and have a good time. Sam just remembers it differently because he started getting high. I remember mm. that. I don't get high. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's what it was. High on life. He was yeah. he was high on life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So Sam, you just went to uh Aftershock. How was that, dude? Well, dude, I've been like concert like crazy. After we talked last, I saw Johnny's buddy Duddy with Rome at uh Beach Life Festival. Thank you, Beach Life Festival again for the tickets. It was great. Nice. Jack Johnson was great, Abbott Brothers. Uh, and then the next day I saw Dirty Heads and I actually went to dinner with uh, Mrs. Christ and our other friend Mo and uh, they had brought in Frankie and uh, our other friend's uh, son Gavin and luckily they pooped out. I actually won tickets to that show from the last concert I went to. I signed up and, and I won tickets so we were in the nosebleeds. Lacey and them were like all access they leave. It's so and we're funny to me, by the way. Sam, Sam knows these guys too, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I've never met them. There's this one uh, misconnect. I've never you actually never had. met them. You were there when when uh, Jared and Duddy came over, that's, weren't you? That's pre pre uh, that's Sam. Pre Sam. Sam. That was pre Sam. Oh, uh, that was that was like episode one or two. 
Yeah. It was it was definitely. And I one Fletcher. Of the first so episodes. fast yeah. forward aftershock, yeah. I met Fletcher and I pretended like I had met him that day, but I didn't. <laughs> but I just That's basically hilarious. Yeah. So anyways, dirty heads were awesome. I stole the passes from Lacey and Mo as they were leaving and we got up front and my wife was hammered. But it was it was rad because it was like the old Karen where she's like, let's fucking go up close. And I was like, let's do it. And then uh, so I'm there and I, it's different for a dude than a girl getting up close. And she she's pushing her way through and people are letting her go. But I do come in and they're like, what are you doing? And because it's Orange County, there's all these Orange County ladies in these groups. And every time she would go past and I would get stuck, the ladies would be like, you go get her like i've been there before go get that <laughs> drunk girl you love go for it and go get gotta, that karen yeah go, go get, get that, that karen karen. <laughs> you know, karen pushing her way through but uh it was great that was great aftershock was awesome uh i told I got john to see you there i that yeah we, we had a great time i'm gonna pass the mic but i did have a story from aftershock but i'm, I'm taking everything so uh yeah, yeah. you're not taking you anything can't just say i have a story and then just not tell it no yeah no he's 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 got to learn it's a I mean, he wasn't there since the beginning, Brandon, as we just said. So yeah. we, we got to give him a pass. He's got to he's got to catch up a little bit on on, on how to podcast. Well, I just I, I don't want to <laughs> take the glory from tell you guys. tell the fucking story. Let's hear the story. So Thursday was great. Saw my boy Johnny. It was awesome. Avenged did fantastic. Got, it's so cool to see the. I mean, we saw the the show and you know uh, an arena setting, but to see it in a festival setting, uh, which I think you did brandon it's it plays yeah. both so well it's, it was really cool uh, i got to go side stage for incubus and i had like a little moment because wish you were here came out the video came out around the time my dad passed away so just seeing that like close really hit home and it, i think it was actually the first time i got teary-eyed at a concert it was it was pretty pretty spiritual for me uh but i also got to meet uh Wellen and uh, Kim Dracula side stage uh during incubus so that was kind of cool to to get to know some of the guests and uh, then I went, I also got to see Fletcher real quick, talk to him about the Punk Rock Museum. Nice guy. Um, but then on Friday, I was there for Limp Biscuit. Tool was great. Mm-hmm. I love Tool. I've seen Tool, but I want to go see the Limp Biscuit. So I drank a bottle of water. It was hot as fuck. It was like 100 degrees. And I'm standing there waiting and sweating before we even do anything. And the bodies are there. And Brandon, you've seen Limp Biscuit before. Yeah. The crowd is insane, and it yeah. was a great show. I stuck with it. I'm in the pit. I got real close, going crazy. They stop. We're standing there. I look like I jumped in a pool of water. I'm, like, just drenched. And I turned to my buddy, Chris, and I was like, dude, I don't think I can hang for Tool. I got to get some water. So I start walking away, and as I'm walking, I just slit lightheaded, and I'm like, shit. And at Aftershock, have you been to Aftershock, Brandon? Yeah. So you got to walk a long way to get out of the crowd if you're really in it. So I'm walking and then I drop to my knees. I'm like, oh, this isn't good. I'm just going to take a rest. And then as I stand up, I get that like, you know, when you stand up too quick and you go blind a little bit. Oh, yeah. That happened. I was like, oh, shit. So then I go back down and I keep push inching my way further, but it's not going good. Finally, get the end. People are like, are you all right, dude? And I'm like, I need help. I need water. And some dude gave me water, put it on me. I cooled down. I <laughs> crawled two people back where all the uh, blanket parts started. And uh, I took a 20-minute nap. So 40, I've learned I'm too old for the pit. Okay. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's, let's back up here a little bit, bro. <laughs> Unpack you just it. Get, you, just, you just 
fucked our shit. I'm trying to really yeah. get through <laughs> <laughs> Wish I didn't bring it also, up and uh, get through also, it. Also, while you're saying it, I, I, I have to point out, anyone who's watching on YouTube, the actual video of this, you're actually phasing out as, as this is happening. So it's kind of like you're passing out again. Like, <laughs> this, is, this, this is really good. But, oh, my God, you just ruined our street cred. For, for the record... <laughs> Yes, you shouldn't be in the pit. You're part of Drinks with Johnny, man. You, you can, no, no, no. You can get I, I for this shit. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I had passes. I wanted to be. To get... I wanted no. to be in the pit. And you just don't know how to hydrate. Well, I, I drink a whole bottle before, but it was hot, guys. A whole bottle, man. You gotta drink all day, man. Oh, it's yeah, all about dude. the water. Oh. And by the way, I will say though that that was a problem at uh, both festivals. So uh, when oh, I saw yeah. Brandon. Uh, at Louder Than Life. That's the last time I saw Brandon. Uh, I remember, like, we yeah. had to stop the show about four or five like different times. Five times, yeah. People were just yeah. dropping, man. People were dropping, man. It's a, you got to stay hydrated in these in, at these festivals, everybody. Like, yeah. Who knows to Danny Wimber Productions, though? They they put out the water, and and as long as the bands are doing it and the security, they're throwing the water out there. So if yeah, if, they they are. They're trying they're to take trying care, their but, best. I mean, it's idiots trying like their best, this. But you got you got you got fifty thousand plus. In, yeah, in one congested in area, after a long day in the sun, too. We're talking about Kentucky and Sacramento. Oh, yeah, these aren't these aren't like the most wonderful places in the world for weather. So let's be honest. No. And you're talking really like good. it would be bad if people were just standing there, but they're like going wild, like mm -hmm. using all their energy all day long. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a lot, man. Yeah. yeah, and I know for like listeners and and you know, people at the concert who aren't dropping. They're like, fuck, I really want to hear this song and we keep having to stop it. But it's like, as Matt said that night, it's like, it's just, it's more important to make sure that everyone's safe, yeah. you know, like stop the song, help the security out, help that person out, get whoever needs to go to get hydration or whatever it is that they're passed out from. And we'll continue the show. And we were able to get through the show. Luckily, I've, I've been at shows before where we've had to, you know, completely just walk off stage because we just ran out of time because there were so many stoppages um so it was really good testament to danny wimmer and everyone involved over there at these two festivals that they were able to like keep the show rolling at least while it was going yeah but yeah i'm glad uh limp was really good too i heard uh heard fred uh met up with kim uh, side stage. Oh, yeah. You sent me yeah, I actually saw I someone post that I follow this little uh, artist guy and he was actually side stage and he got the whole interaction and it looks pretty looks like he's a fan. Right. Rightly no, so. I mean dude, rightfully so is is exactly right. Like after having these guys out for the first two legs of our Life is But a Dream tour, they're so awesome. They're literally so fucking awesome all together and really nice dudes. Um Man, I, I can't say enough about him, honestly. I listen to that record more and more now than even when I had uh, uh, started listening at the beginning of the tour. And I, I, I keep telling them, like, don't forget about me. Because I'm like, that, they're going to blow up, dude. That's their first fucking record. Their that's first crazy. fucking record. And it's good. It's real good. I think, that's what, I think that's what everyone's noticing in the industry, like including probably Fred, too. It's just like, that is their first go at it, and this is what they're doing. Like... It's very impressive. It's very cool. Everyone needs to go check out Kim Dracula's record. It's so good. And there's such such good people, too. And the production and all of that. It's great. Production, everything. It's fucking fantastic. Let's go back to uh, Louder Than Life, though. Yeah. Because we went to we, we jumped ahead to Aftershock, but let's go back to Brandon at uh, Louder Than Life. 
man, I got to see you like at the end of the night. I was texting you before, like, where oh, yeah. the fuck were you? And then we had our compound and stuff and Fred Minnick came back. Uh, Trey Cool was there. There was a bunch, you know, I'm not trying to shout out names, but Fred Minnick fun. was there and he, and he gave us a whiskey tasting back there. Chris Santos uh, has uh, at both places actually hosted all the food for us and bartenders, which shout out to Chris. Thank mm-hmm. you again, man. Um, yeah, it was it was so much fun. Brandon, tell me about uh, Louder Than Life for yourself. It was a long weekend, man, uh, but a long, fun weekend because I got to see a lot of bands that I've seen before and wanted to see and some that I didn't see before and got to see for the first time. Then, of course, get to see my good friend Johnny Christ and bring my other friends around too. I mean, you got to see Sean Yeah and uh, oh, Sean, Anna and you know, Megan and the whole crew there. It was fun. Oh yeah. Did I got you go every day. Oh. Yeah, I was there every day, but getting you know, to see Aunt, getting to see Megan too was, yeah. was, was, was a treat. Cause I, I, been a minute. I hadn't seen her, like we said, since I came yeah. and visited you and Owen and shit. So it's been a minute. It was fun. And then uh, <laughs> you get to introduce Danny Worsnop to Newcastle PA. And I think he would fit right in here, actually. Danny Worsnop was, uh, I don't want to say in rare form. I think he was in Danny Danny form. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he texted me later. He, was like, he actually apologized. I was like, dude, you have nothing to apologize for. He <laughs> he brought his tequila, and he'd been, he, his set was early, and he'd been drinking all day. And the tequila is good, by the way. I did get to, I did finally get to taste it. It is a very good tequila. Um, but yeah, he had, he'd had a day. Uh, in the sun so uh, you know shout out to Danny thanks again brother it was a lot of fun hanging out with you uh, but yeah he was he was in uh, he was in in good form great form I loved it like I said he would fit in in Newcastle very well we would be best friends <laughs> <laughs> I did want to say like you sent me the uh, speaking on Newcastle you DM'd me the uh, Gabagool uh, costume <laughs> So there's a costume that's just Gabagool, right? And, yeah. I, and my response was, that is the most Newcastle costume I've ever seen in my life. It's just, it's, <laughs> just like, a, so, it's like a just ghost. Just so Italian, just so Italian. It's just like a classic ghost costume, but it's just a piece of like Capicola. <laughs> <laughs> that's all awesome. And it says Gabagool on it. <laughs> it was fantastic, man. I loved it. I loved it. Oh, dude. But no, it was a good weekend. By Sunday, I was so drained everyone was that we we didn't even show up until green day i went and got a massage that day um Ooh. Who did but, you, you know that you hadn't that you'd wanted that you wanted to what's the who um no i, I kind of saw i didn't get to see kim miss kim dracula uh, that was one that like kind of pissed about it showed up late um one that i was kind of happy i did get to see though was uh oliver anthony Oh, what's going on, everyone? Brando here. Haven't been around for a while because I am busy. You know, I'm working five jobs to feed 10 kids. And when it comes to dinner, I'm just looking for an easy way out. But there is a great thing that I have found to make my day a little easier. Factor Meals. Right now, I've got a black pepper and sage pork chop. I'm going to eat it right here on air with you because I want you to hear in real time how good this thing really is. So got a nice little sauce on it nice grill marks like this thing is ready to go mm-hmm. yeah no 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 shoot. this is some quality quality pork right here the nice thing is it's healthy the amount of protein in this meal is broken down for me on the side of the package i don't have to worry about it i know once i eat this whole thing my macros are gonna be in balance this is this is where i need this is good oh my god it took two minutes for me to microwave this thing 
All I had to do was sign up. Meals get shipped right to my house every week. They have a wide selection to choose from. Dude, they had dill crusted chicken. They had chili. If you want to check it out, head over to factormeals.com slash drinkswithj50 and use code drinkswithj50 to get 50% off. That's code drinkswithj50 at factormeals.com slash drinkswithj50 to get 50% off. Yeah, I know, it's a mouthful, but so is this meal. So I'm gonna keep eating it because, man, this is good. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, make sure you're subscribed and leave us a five-star review. If you wanna listen to this show ad-free, head over to drinkswithjohnny.com and become a premium member. You'll get to enjoy unreleased clips from your favorite guests, discounts on merchandise in our shop, and access to our private Discord server where you can chat one-on-one with Johnny Christ himself. Awesome! So stay tuned, stay thirsty, and stay filthy as fuck. Ah, uh, there's a lot of buzz about about them. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that sounds... I gotta check it out a little bit. Yeah, he's, uh, he's that like country dude and just has an acoustic guitar and just sings and... Uh... They, they oh, it's just, it's just one dude. Just one out. dude, but he had another guitar player with him, just kind of like shredding while he was doing his thing, and uh, it was cool, man. That is, the guy's That's fucking cool, talented, man. you know. And he was doing his you thing. Know what I liked it, but I'm sorry to cut you off there. I apologize, but yeah, you uh, do it all the time. What is? What's up? I know. Yeah, At least <laughs> a comment called? a week. Oh, what's I can't wait, believe what's, you what's cut it? off. Uh, what's the show called? Yeah, true. Okay. Wow. 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 Okay. Tour, tour Johnny's here. Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Someone go watch the ghost episode and see how many times he cuts off Tobias. Okay. We'll get at least a comment a week. By on the one. way, that, that's a It's a comment a day at this point. I feel like <laughs> everyone's talking about how I'm cutting him off. I'm like, dude, I was just trying to have a conversation with a homie that I was on tour with. Like I wasn't trying to interview him. <laughs> Filling in the voids, you know? Yeah, whatever. It is what it is. No, but please go ahead. What were you about to yeah, say? Yeah, yeah. So, did you catch Pantera? I did. So, first time seeing them. I missed them when they played uh, Incarceration. That was cool, man. You yeah, know, I I enjoyed hearing it. My point was, my point to cut you off. Yeah. Was to point out the fact, like, I'm warming up for our set, and I'm hearing fucking one of my favorite bands ever playing like all the hits dude and i'm just like this is awesome this is so fucking rad and then knowing like uh, a couple of the guys that are doing it you know charlie uh who's uh, uh carla's husband you know i texted carla and i was like hey tell charlie she never got back to me in, in time because she had a birthday a couple days later but i was like tell charlie like if he's around like like i'd love to fucking hang um but yeah they fucking from where I was at, it sounded like they killed it. So that's why I'm asking if you were out there fucking. How they absolutely it? killed it. It was it was amazing, dude. Like, that was solid. You know, like going into it, I'm like, okay, it's it's like half Pantera, but dude, that was like fucking full energy. That was amazing. It was it was yeah. great. Great dude, way I'm to. I'm so glad. I'm so glad the more that I learned about why and how they're coming back together to do it, mm-hmm. and knowing that Charlie and Zach were really close with Dime. And Vinny, like that made uh, well. How can you hate that after that? You know, yeah. like like I I only have known Vinny out of the band as a friend, and Vinny was fucking salt of the earth. Just such a great dude. So like to pay homage to anything that he's ever done, and you know the late great Dime never had a chance to meet him. Um, 
I've uh, brushed up with the other couple of dudes. Uh, Rex has always been great, but like just looking at, just hearing it again, hearing those fucking songs played live and having them done justice is just kudos, man. Kudos. Love it. Couldn't, couldn't, couldn't say more about it. Agreed. Definitely one of my favorite performances of the weekend. Honestly, probably the only video that I have on my phone where I had to just like, all right, I got to get a little video of this. It was a special. Um, Parkway Drive, though. Those motherfuckers oh. were awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I didn't get a chance to catch them, but like, uh, they came back uh, in Ladder Life, didn't they? Didn't a couple of the guys come back? I was, <laughs> I was doing sure. whiskey testing, so I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Fred Minnick got me a little fucked up. I ain't gonna lie. Like, <laughs> yeah. there was a recap video on Avenged Sevenfold. There was a recap video on Avenged Sevenfold uh, that Rafa put together of all of us doing it, and that was just a little taste of what we were doing. So <laughs> it was, it was a good time. It's um, funny you say that because I literally saw that and I was like, "Oh, they did tasting." John looks, you know, he looks pretty together, but. It's later that that wasn't, huh? <laughs> yeah, it was later that I wasn't together, by the way. And that just tends to happen. And But I will say, for me... Pretty good, though. I wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. I wasn't that bad. Good. Brandon came up on the bus. Our friend Anna came up on the bus. And we were like to, to like end cap the night. Mm-hmm. And then Brandon had to go back to Megan. And Anna had to go. And I was like, I went to bed. I didn't go back to the party. Oh. So, you know, my wife... If you're listening, which I know you're not, I was a good boy. In all fairness, the party had ended at that point, so there was no party happened, to go back man? to. Why'd you have well, to, that hasn't stopped him. Come on, how Why'd many balcony nights do you have? I was, trying to, I was trying to build myself up as like a good person. You just totally ruined it. Yeah. Do you remember all those like late, like 3 o'clock in the morning Johnny calls from the balcony that we used to get? So I actually have, you know why? I have hey, all the voice calls. I saved yeah. all of them. Because there's no time. Well, we gotta, in, we're going to have to put those out. I, I literally, ah, uh, fuck, I got to shut my blur off here in a second. But it, yeah. I, uh, I still can't even it's see still it. still not. Oh, it, yeah. all, these, all these voicemails just say Johnny Christ. Yeah. It's called you blackmail. Save those. There's a lot of them. <laughs> no, it's not blackmail. I got, I got no calls. No, they're, they're great. Those are good memories. That's what I want. That's why I want. For the record, I want, I, want you, I want to clear the record on this for like all of our filthy animals. The only ones that like really understand it because I would get on the i would get on the horn with them too late at night yeah um just so everyone knows like i was home for six years not knowing (laughs) what i'm supposed to be doing after being up all night like every night touring and everything like that so like that was right when i learned that we were going to be home for a while and i didn't know what to do with myself so i was like i like to be around people i'm an i'm an extrovert so i was just like call my friends on the balcony, call everyone on the balcony. And I'm like, and yeah, it's three o'clock in the morning. Cause I'm used to, I'm a night owl, man. But also it, during it COVID is, time was irrelevant yeah, at that time matter. too. Totally. <laughs> yeah. totally. But you know, it you know, even getting back to it, like getting back to it now reminded me of why, you know, some things happen in life and getting back to it now reminds me of why I was so lost for a little bit. Cause like this is, we finish up the show at 11 o'clock at night we do our meet and greet. I'm not done completely until midnight, right? And even then, there's friends around, and I want to entertain and have a good time. On the very best night, I might be asleep by three. Might be asleep by three. You know what I mean? So it's like, and that's me just be having a very mellow night. 
but you realize you get up for the nine to 11 and then the 12, like it's just, and I hope everyone could understand it. Like if you, how do I say it? If you have a nine to five, that's your nine to five. My nine to five is nine to five. It's just at a different time, <laughs> nine to five. You know what I mean? It's uh, fair. It's fair. I do a graveyard shift, guys. I do a graveyard <laughs> shift. There you go. But I, I mean, enjoy that ten it. pound base it. is really heavy, guys. Just so you know, it's hey, hard to carry. By around. the way, I've talked to so many people since that, Sam. They all understand what I'm talking about. You're the only asshole who doesn't get it. I'm the only well, honest one with you. Sam's the guy that stands in a crowd of people and passes out. Come on. Exactly. He's <laughs> got no room real, to talk now. I'm the real hero here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he gives me shit. He's like, oh, yeah, is that so hard? You can't even fucking stand in the crowd. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> the festivals have been great, though. Met up with some friends that like from the what show and stuff. It's been really cool. Um uh some other people that i just met like uh bass player and guitarist from uh incubus came back after aftershock did you get to talk to him a little bit sam dude what the hell sorry i yeah, got some weird sam's gone music sam's gone it's okay gone. uh really fun uh getting to meet them and uh stp uh the brothers oh, are nice. back there too nice. um really cool to meet them that's the, so a lot of times guys when I'm doing like radio interviews for, for these festivals, right? They come back and they're like, Oh, what's the, it, it's a very typical question. I don't mean it in a derogatory sense, but they ask like, what's the difference between these festivals versus your own shows? And I used to like, not really know how to answer that. And I don't know why, but it's, it, it, it's irrelevant. Basically I realized this time around, I'm like, I just love hanging out with everybody else, all the other bands, all the other musicians and like the camaraderie. That's what makes the festival cool to me. <laughs> the shows themselves are great. You get you get more people obviously cuz you know, we're all drawing them together. But like and that's great. I love I love the shows, but I really the difference is the camaraderie in a festival setting. That's 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 a complete difference to me. I I enjoy both, but Every once in a while, throwing in a festival there, I'd like to continue to do that just so I could, <laughs> for no other reason, but just getting to, getting to say hi to friends. Like we mentioned, Danny, Fred, you know, a few other people. Like it's just, it's really cool, man. I like festivals. They're fun, man. It's a good hey, taste of this, your wife is texting like... me. <laughs> what, did you just say my wife is texting you? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it always All happens right. when we're recording. It's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's asking. If I don't know go, how I feel about it. She's she's asking if uh, we're gonna if our kids are pussy enough or pussies or not to go to uh, the scary car wash. And she asked if Frankie would be scared. And I don't think Frankie would be scared of anything. First of all, Frankie wouldn't be scared. But the fact that you said my wife, I know, texted part. you and then used the word <laughs> pussy in it, and then kids. That, 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 does, that does not make me sit well, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude! I'm not going to bring it up. <laughs> so you guys want to talk about locker rooms? <laughs> no, God. We will. We will bring up lo locker rooms though, because uh, another thing that we could recap here is I had the pleasure of uh, hanging out with Darby in Seattle and his whole, and uh, his brothers. Zach you went and, to the you went to the pay per view. I went to the pay per view. I went to uh, Wrestle's Dream. Nice. Was the so show was before show. the pay per view? It was on Saturday, right? That was cool. So Sunday, 
Yeah, yeah, that, that was Sunday was uh, when I was in Seattle. Uh, shit, that's probably only a week ago now. It feels like two weeks ago. Uh, and right before that, I so let's back up a little bit. In Denver, I had a day off. And they were just outside of Denver doing dynamite. So I went out. I was able to take Rafa um, and Calvin, our guitar tech. Uh, and Rafa was able to bring his wife and his daughter, Aria, and Darby hooked up sick tickets. We were ringside. It was it was awesome. Um, and that was awesome alone, right? But then he was like, oh, we're going back to our hotel. I went back to the hotel. It was amazing. It felt like they do the same thing that we do after, a, after our shows. We go back to the hotel. Everyone meets up at the bar. Everyone gets in their clicks or whatever, but they drink. They're all having a good time together. And uh, I hope I'm not giving too much away, by the way, with the, like the locker room talk. But whatever, uh, I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty well known, right, Brandon? I would, I would think everyone, so. Yeah. I think at this point it's pretty well known that like, everyone everyone hangs out when, I mean, uh, heels don't hang out with faces. This is this is a true thing. Um, so I, I did notice that like everything's a little parceled. But then after that, I I, I uh, ran into Orange Cassidy, who's been on the show, and. Uh, I was like, hey, yeah, what are you doing? And he's like, well, I'm about to leave right now. I'm going to a Dave and Buster's. And I was like, fuck yeah, let's go. Some so magic words said, for you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dude, I love Dave and Buster's. I didn't, yeah. So we went, we hung out, and uh, a few of the other wrestlers were there. I, I met uh, Johnny Hungy, John Silver. Nice. Love that dude. Uh, a few other guys. Um, and uh, Chris Statlander was there. It was a bunch of people there, basically. But my point is that Rafa brought his daughter and wife. Aria, uh, his daughter, is just about four years old, and she stayed up all night with us. She was playing fucking games and everything, and she's hanging with these wrestlers, and she's a big fan too. And I was like, this is why I want to do this. This is why, like, this is cool moments for the kids. You know what I mean? Like, this is cool shit. This is, it, it makes me feel good to be able to give back to my friends' kids in any way possible, you know, like, it, it was it was really special. It was a really special night. And then that was Wednesday. And then by Sunday, I fly to meet my my wife and kid so we could go to the pay-per-view. Darby's the headliner. You know, his first legit. Head, he was like, yeah, I headline. I did the co-headlining thing before, but this is like my first legit headlining. And it was in Seattle. He hooked us up greatly, of course. And then as it was happening, I was like, Man, I don't know why. Every time Darby hits me up, he asks me, like, are you going to be there before something happens? And then I didn't put two and two together until Adam Copeland showed up. I popped hard when Adam <laughs> Copeland showed up. Oh, I'm not yeah. going to lie, dude. <laughs> I fucking popped hard. I was like, oh, my God. Because I didn't. I, that wasn't on my radar. Mm -hmm. It really wasn't. It seemed like like little. I, I saw little stuff on Twitter or whatever. But, like, it didn't seem like anything real. And I was like. How much Holy time was shit. it between the cutover from WWE to that, or was he retired for a while? No, no. The, I, like... I, 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 I could, I could give you, I could give you the oh. exact time, Sam. WrestleMania when we saw him against. Uh, 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 why am I trying to blank? Brandon, help me out here. Why am I trying to blank? The I don't remember. Finn, Finn <laughs> Balor. Finn Balor. Yeah. Oh, Finn right. Balor in, in that in that match that went a little awry. Mm -hmm. Um, that's the last. Uh, that's the last time I saw him in WWE. So you're looking at that's not true. He did. Uh, he just did SmackDown. He did his last ever match. It was against Sheamus. 
It was to celebrate. Oh, I think he did. Uh, I missed that. I missed that. Sorry. Not even 20 years. Like it was his anniversary. He was in his hometown. It was his first time facing Sheamus one-on-one. And that was his send-off match. It was recent. It was like a month maybe. Yeah. They picked him up quick, man. Yeah. He, looked, he looked good. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. That was a, And by the way, everything leading up to that was a fucking sick match. It was, dude. Not not, not homerism at all. That was that was a obviously everyone knows I'm very good friends with Darby. Not homerism at all. That was a sick match. I thought Christian Cage like killed him on those steps. Oh dude. my god. It makes my stomach turn to watch that clip. Especially on that dude. side angle, right? If anyone if anyone dude. doesn't know what we're talking about, just go to like clips of like Darby from from uh Wrestle Dream when he dude. gets thrown onto those steps. I was there and I was like so when he actually made contact with the steps, I couldn't see because I was on the other side of the ring. Yeah. But I saw him getting thrown off the ring, and I was like, "That was a awkward day to be thrown off." Yeah. Dude, yeah. it looked. I had to rewatch. I rewatched it like time after time after time again, and I'm like pausing the video to watch the frame. I'm like, "Oh, dude, that's brutal. That is a brutal, brutal toss, a brutal landing." Like, hey, man. I don't know how much I'm supposed to divulge yeah. about that, so I'm not going to go too far into it. But yeah. I did see Darby the next day, yeah. and we hung out. <laughs> so that's about as much as I can divulge on it. But uh, 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 Max and Zach, as you get, you guys both know, who who've, uh, were over in Vegas, they wanted to do another pepper spray. And I was like, I don't know where we're going. I was actually sick, too. So this is the other thing. Like, I had a cold, and I was like, Guys, I'd love for you to come back. Like, as long as you're okay with being around me sick, I just want to full disclosure because I know you're on tour. I'm on tour. I don't want to get anyone sick that doesn't want to be sick. But, you know, Darby, was, Darby and them were like, no, we're coming back. So they came to the show, had a great time, and it was so much fun. It's always fun seeing Darby, man. He's just, he's a homie, dude. And I, all the I guys, really his brothers, they're all, they're, they're all sweethearts. Zach they're Max, fun, man. Dude, they're, yeah. it Crazy was a really good time. Yeah, and they got to come. The cool thing is they got to come back uh, before the show too and hang out on my bus while I was warming up. We brought a couple of friends and stuff. We took pictures and stuff. It was really fun. I mean, basically, all I'm saying about this recap is this has been an awesome leg of the tour. I'm not going to deny it. Like this has been, aside from a couple of hiccups, like which uh, Sam, you why don't you ask me about the hiccups? Okay. So <laughs> I went. My daughter. So Charlotte, my daughter's first concert was Avenged Sevenfold at the Palladium. So it was, I mean, it was a small was show, our, intimate show. But that was our intimate show for Hail to the King. It was our first show back with Hail to the King. And it was great. And it was awesome. We have, you know, I think she was like three at the time or something like that. Um, and so I was really excited that she was going to come to this, this concert. And honestly, uh, obviously, like you do, you hooked it up. We had great tickets. We went side stage for falling in reverse. She thought that was really cool. Um, Fergie was on a great show. Was that uh, they really did? And I feel I feel like that show specifically, they were on. It was it was really good. Hi, I'm Daniela Clark. I'm Barbara Ann Wild, and we are the Honest AF Show. Our podcast is real, honest conversation with our celebrity friends and pros. Covering our anything but average rock and roll lifestyles. All while tackling the hell that is aging and the battle of beauty. Oh yeah, nothing is off the table. The Honest AF Show is available wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Chris Swinney, formerly of the Ataris and currently host of That One Time on Tour, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. 
Have you ever wondered what it's really like on the road? The highs can be euphoric, but the lows can be crushing. Join me every week as I chat with industry pros about what it's like living out their wildest dream and in some cases, their worst nightmare. Past guests of the show include members of NoFX, Pennywise, Bad Religion, and more. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com. I also like that they did... uh all-star uh hey now dude they've been doing it all tour it's my favorite it's my favorite point of the set oh i missed it the first time at the forum but dude god i was like what a i don't know if they did it at the forum oh no i think they just started doing on this leg i don't know i i I wasn't there for the forum well it's a good homage to what's his name passing but dude it pumps up the crowd like crazy and they do a good version of it so uh anyway so we're there uh i'm just looking for everybody i saw you Lacey wasn't there uh like i thought and then I'm, I know you're set, right? So I've seen it enough time. I'm like, oh, this is going to happen. We're going to have to be here at this time. And Charlotte, by this point, is like, this is going to be pretty cool. And I'm like, hey, do you want to sit in these seats or you want to go up? She goes, no, I want to get up. And she was super stoked. And then JJ came out and delivered some bad news that Matt was feeling under the weather. And I saw you before. Did you mm-hmm. have an inkling? Were you still waiting then? or or We were still waiting. I mean, we, yeah. we that's the thing that like, so the comments after we had to announce it and stuff were pretty their comments you know it is what it is but a lot of people just thought like like we knew the whole time there was comments saying that like matt wasn't there and i'm like <laughs> come on man like we like i said utah i, I, I saw you before way, you didn't Mikey say it was there yeah you would have no it, it was it was literally up to the last minute because not for any other reason other than matt really wanted to do it and he wanted to push through and he tried his very fucking best Guy is a fucking consummate fucking professional. He wants to be out here. We want to be out here. Like that's that's what we found out about ourselves over six years is that we want to be out on stage again. We weren't sure. It's, the reality is we weren't sure if we wanted to be out there anymore. And this is proof that he wanted to be out there. That's why it took that last minute. Like we tried every he tried i don't even say wait he tried everything in his possibility mikey way i mean I'm, eric melvin's there doc coils are all these friends that we've had on the show that live locally and they're asking me before it goes on because i heard that he was sick and i was like he's gonna try and get through it he's gonna try and get through it and we're gonna see what happens and i was warming up and that's you know he couldn't go it's just the bottom line it's just if you can't make a noise then what are we you know i understand people are showing up on this date. They made plans for it, and it's fucking shitty. We made plans for it, too, honestly, and it really sucks. We don't make these decisions with with haste. You know what I mean? Like, we try, you know, Matt tried everything he could. We tried everything we could, and we're going to make it up. And uh, the announcement, I don't know if I can announce it right here on the show because I think it's coming out in a couple of days, uh, but we're, we, have a, we have a makeup date. It's going to happen. And I know that that sucks for people because they planned around it and they probably won't be able to make, some of them won't be able to make update. And I'm sorry. And hopefully you're still around when we come back another time. But the bottom line is I just want everyone to know uh, who is a fan of Avenged Sevenfold listening to this podcast and watching us right now. Like it was a down to the wire decision. Like we tried everything. Matt does not take this lightly. He does not want to cancel shit. We, do, we don't want to cancel. It doesn't matter. Um, but like, it is shitty though. Cause then you see the comments and like, that hurts. That's like, that's like a salt on the wound in a way. Like you try every, for Matt, like he's a big boy and he can handle it. But like to see that after he tried so hard 
and people just like saying like oh what a what you know what a piece of shit and stuff like that and like he wasn't even there it's ah, come on man you just you don't understand you don't you've never been in that position and i and i know it's ignorance in the truest definition of it right so i don't fault these people but it's like you just don't want other people to read the comments and then bandwagon on which they do yeah. and it's like come on man you, you guys aren't in this situation and just and i understand you why you wouldn't understand what we're going through i'm saying understand a lot here but it is it does come down to understanding like like we understand what it means to you and i hope you understand what it means to us is is the bottom line and it's a shitty situation but we're gonna make it up best we can you guys were bummed so just as someone who isn't you guys obviously I, i'm a little biased because we're all friends but at that same point you would have told i literally I'm seeing you halfway into the the following reverse set. You could even say, hey, Sam, I know you're with Charlotte. We're not going on tonight. You might want to get on the road early. You didn't say that. You were hoping you were doing it. And afterwards, I mean, it was you guys weren't stoked. It's not like you guys were on the high that you're normally. You're, you're bummed. And then also, you know, I was thinking about for the band's opening, people can complain. Even if you did know, like, say, right before the thing was starting or whatever, everyone has traveled there why would you announce and i'm not saying this i don't even want people to s speculate because it did not happen this way but why would you tell everyone before falling reverse goes on that you're not going to be there and just ruin their entire set for them i mean that's that's not good business for anybody and it, it ruins the show you know so. and by the way falling reverse and kim jack are a great show on themselves to your yeah. point like they, yeah. they really are um and I know, you know, most people are there for us. I'm <clears throat> not not negating that. But the truth of the matter is that we were trying to make that show happen. Yeah. With all of our with all of our hearts and and I can't give enough to my brother, dude. My brother fucking he did everything he fucking could. He literally did. And he's still struggling right now. We've we've gotten a few more few more shows in. He's still sick right now. It's did not did you get him sick? You were sick earlier. Are you the reason why this all happened? I, 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 I was going to ask that. I might be. I might be. Yeah, I got I got sick in Seattle, so I was sick for a few days too. And and by the way, uh, for a few days, uh, I made I talked to Zach and Brian, who we share backup mics on, and I was like, hey, which mics do you want me to go on? I won't go on them. I'll go on like one single mic and do my backup, so I don't. I mean. I'm not going to wear a mask on stage. Like that's probably not going to happen, but like I tried to separate myself as much as I could during it, but shit happens. And by the way, it's just going around. It's fall season. It's a cold. Well, it's, it's, that, it's life too. I mean, that, that happens in your life, normal man. job. Like, I mean, that's going to exactly. happen in any job. Absolutely. And there's, n there's not much you can do about it. Let's, let's be honest. And it has gone around the other people. Uh, Ronnie was sick, uh, last month. Uh, uh, Kim was sick last month. Like it just, it happens. And, and there's different variables of it, you know? So it is what it is. Sorry for everyone that's there if you're watching or listening right now. But just know that we tried our fucking best and we're still trying our best. We're going to make that show up the best way that we possibly can. And uh, hopefully everyone can make it, you know? I, know? I understand scheduling is a bitch. Like, I know that just from having a family and doing this podcast with you guys, we all know what scheduling is like. It's a oh, fucking yeah. bitch. Oh. <laughs> it seems simple. It seems so simple, but it's not. <laughs> this is the first time the three of us have been able to talk together in a long time. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> well, hopefully with the holidays coming out, things will slow down. We, we do this more often. 
Well, I'm so, gonna be out. I'm gonna be out your way soon, so we can do this in person and have some fun. Oh, yeah, can't man. wait. Uh, so, so San Diego. We've talked about that. We got that mm-hmm. from there. You went on to. And we went on to uh, Phoenix. We were able to. We were able to do the Phoenix show. I was supposed to have Ronnie and Soraya on the show, but my bus was broken down, and the backstage was shit. So there was nowhere. I was gonna record on the bus. Would have been a really cool look, but. Long story long, they're going to come on when I'm home. They're going to drive down from L.A. We're going to get those guys on for anyone that's... Wa- hey, uh, when you come down, Brent, let's do when Brandon's down. Let's try to. be fun. That would be fantastic. I, I think if we could schedule it that way, we should... Again, talking about schedules. Yeah, sure, let's do it. And then when it comes down to actual scheduling, let, let's see what happens. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> uh, long story, yeah, uh, I had the bus parked in front of my house. I was about to leave to go to San Diego. Like that whole day was just a fucking shit show. I was about to leave to San Diego at like two o'clock. My son was like, he had a foot, uh, sorry, a soccer game at two o'clock. And he's like, dad, I really want to go. He'd been out on the road all week. He had his football game Friday night. He did great. And then Saturday we were, we were just going to skip the soccer game. And he was like, dad, I really want to go. And I was like, okay, let me, let me figure this out. So I, I talked to my tour manager and bus driver. I was like, Hey, can we just drive the bus over to a soccer game? And we'll leave from there. And just go a little bit later. They're like, no problem, whatever you want to do. And so we. By the way, how badass! Is yeah, right. Dad's just gonna get the tour bus to come drop me off. <laughs> it would have been badass, but it didn't happen. Oh. It'd been <laughs> so what ended down. up happening is like he comes over at like one thirty, and he starts up the bus, and he didn't like the sound of it, and there was a belt and some issues, which I'm so glad. Shout out to Smooth, my my bus driver, who. uh caught it early because we would have been on the road and something probably would have happened. We've been stuck on the side of the road on the way to Phoenix or sorry, on the way to San Diego. And, uh, so they start working on it and I'm like, hopeful. I'm like, all right, well, let me just take my son to the, to, uh, his soccer game. I'll come back. Hopefully it's fixed by then. I mean, it didn't get fixed till late in the night and then he was tired. So he had to sleep. I didn't get my bus in Phoenix till about five o'clock and, uh, fail, uh, falling in reverse goes on at 7:45 it's like there's just not enough time to make this happen. So we I talked to them and they're like yeah, we'll just do it another time. That that was that was my long story there. But basically it was from that point though and then showing up, I had to get a car service again. Uh Frankie and Lacey were supposed to be at the show, but because there wasn't going to be a bus ride there and they'd already been out for a week, they were pretty spent. So I had to get in a car service by myself to go to fucking San Diego. And I show up there and learn. I, I knew that Matt was sick, but then I, that's when I learned that it was like, we're trying to figure it out kind of shit. And I was like, huh, all right. Yeah, by really the way, guys, he day. wouldn't have gone if it was Matt wasn't even there. So there's right. proof right no, there. That there's, right, there's no, right. no one wants to drive two hours to San Diego. Fuck no. uh, yeah. Two hours? Are you kidding me? It was traffic, man. I would yeah. take me three hours to get there. Fuck that, dude. That's a terrible drive. In San Diego's first. Isn't that where you had that fight too on the fr- when you guys Avenge had that? Oh no, just- that was yeah, that was that was that was the the fight on the freeway with Matt going same venue, Chula Vista. Um Many years ago, we talked about on the episode yeah, with Cam. JJ. Or it was JJ. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. JJ it yeah. was JJ. It was a JJ episode. Yeah, man. Well, it is, it is what it is. We, we'll make it up. So you get to Phoenix. You get to Phoenix after all your bus trouble. Got to Phoenix. Everything got through the set. Uh, Brian 
and Zach have been stepping up and uh, singing some extra parts uh, to help uh, Matt out. Um, his voice is good. It's just it's just he's sick. So that's the good news for everybody. Like everyone who's worried and everything. It's not it's not a vocal issue. It's a sick issue that's causing some vocal stuff. So it's like it's not a long term thing. He's, he's pushing through it. Uh, we got through Phoenix, and then last night we did uh, New Mexico. Which, by the way. New Mexico is sick now. Oh, really? I did not know that. Last time I was in New Mexico six years ago, it was dog shit. This last time I was there, I was like, oh, my God. It's like there's stuff to do here now. Like, it was hmm. it was really cool. Like what? Uh, Well, there was like Old World was all cleaned up. Like, you could go walk around, like, no problem. And um, uh, which is like it feels, I don't know, uh, Brandon, you've been there. Like, it feels like Sedona. It yeah, really a little feels bit. A, a, feels a little bit like Sedona now, and by the way, like an hour outside, you get all the red rocks and everything too. So it's like I, I don't want to hype it up too much right now because I'm actually thinking about like buying like some cheap property out there right now. So you should, dude. It's like, I would do it for it just looks, the green chilies. Cool. Dude, the food is awesome. Oh, I by love the way. it. I love it. The food it. is awesome. But yeah, no, and the show was fucking sick. Um, had a great time. I, oh, and let's go back to Phoenix real quick. I met one of my heroes, uh, uh, Dave Ellison in Phoenix. He lives out in Phoenix. And my base tech, uh, Willie G, introduced me to him. Shout out to Willie G. And uh, he stayed for the whole show. Got to talk to him afterward. And he's a really nice guy. I mean, I, I can't, I, he gave me props and everything. And, like, to be honest, uh, for me, when I used to transcribe Megadeth, fucking baselines and then to have Dave Elveson watch the show and come up to me afterward and tell me that I was good pretty cool moment not gonna lie that's awesome so that that was that was a cool moment in Phoenix and we had a bunch of other friends in Phoenix Derek Barton used to play for the uh the athletics uh first basement uh went to school with him he lives out in Phoenix now really fun to see him uh Sarah Connor who used to run a couple of strip clubs out in New York. She lives in Phoenix now, and I was able to say hi to her. I'm glad that was, she uh, beat the, the Terminators and opened those she strip did. clubs. She I did. knew that was coming. Yeah. That's why, that was coming. Hey, that's why, we were, that's why we're still here, because yeah. she won. Yeah. <laughs> she, Sarah Connor knew. Holy shit. Oh, man. Now, it's been, it's been an amazing tour. Um, so far we're, we're here at the, at the end of it now. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm just so glad to talk to you guys and kind of share a little bit. I mean, we can go a little bit further, but we're getting close to an hour already guys. So uh, no one's listening. unless you got, unless you got something else. Nah, no, one, no one's uh, listening anyway. You got I want I want to get dark here for a minute and just talk about my mom's health. So I gotta, if you guys would give me like five minutes, I just want to give you a quick update on that. Uh, recently, she, on the air. yeah, I, I think it's, okay. it's needed. Uh, just so everybody knows what's going on. My mom's, uh, health has been declining. Uh, the other day she called me and she said that her brain wasn't working. She felt almost like she was hallucinating is, you know, she needed some help and her, she thinks she hurt her dog. And the last time she had this, she had sepsis and it didn't mess with her brain. So I immediately just hung up and I went over there. I said, we're going to the urgent care. She has diabetes and all these other elements. So her dog's acting kind of strange. It's kind of limping, but not hard. 
uh, she thought that her recliner crushed its leg or something, but she wasn't acting normal. Priority is her. So I take her to the hospital. We get there. She's acting. She's kind of slower in speech. They Her oxygen is l- really low. They run all these tests. Uh, fortunately, they say that, you know, and I said, you know, if she had sepsis before and this kind of happened. They found she had a urinary tract infection and any fe- infections with diabetes could cause stuff. Her breathing was really low. They wanted to keep her overnight for observation. Um, so after canceling a work trip, uh, I was supposed to fly out that day. I had to call my boss and say, I'm really sorry. I can't come. I'm attending my mom. Once we were there at 11 o'clock in the a- afternoon, I didn't leave until nine o'clock. She stays the night. I go back to her house with her dog. Her dog, who's hyper as fuck, is actually giving me a solid and being normal and not jumping all over the place. I stay the night watching her puppy. Um, the next day, you know, she she's fine. They ran more tests. They discharge her. I go to pick her up. And uh, she goes, I have some news for you. And I say, okay. And she goes, are you ready? And I said, yeah. And she goes, uh, I asked about my urine analysis before I left because they never told me. And they said I tested positive. And I said, for what? And she said, THC. My mom spent an entire day at the fucking hospital. I canceled a work trip. I told my boss. I changed my entire life. Thousands of dollars of doctors, tests, everything. My mom goes... When they told me, I said, I, you know, I haven't smoked weed in years and, uh, and I haven't had an edible since my friend came months ago and blah, 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 blah. And then she goes, Oh my God, I know what it was. She was cleaning out her house. And from when her said friend was there, she had cookies and she had the cookie behind the microwave and she found random cookies sitting in a random bag that, we're probably disgusting. So she took a bite and she goes, ew, this tastes horrible and passed it to her dog and gave the rest to her dog. So her dog wasn't hurt. It was high as fuck. So my mom, I don't even, I don't even know how to respond to this right now. So I'm like, are you? And and so I'm there like laughing and then getting angry of, are you a child that just randomly eats cookies from behind the, right, wait, wait. let's give it, let's give a shout out to, uh, Alessandro, who's also just joined the, uh, the discord and is a good friend. Uh, he had the same experience at louder than life. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my so, God. Uh, Alessandro is a good friend. He's a friend of the band and he, he just joined the, uh, filthy animal discord. Um, he tried, uh, vengeance, uh, droplets. Blackcraft. Uh, oh, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Guy <laughs> again, guy is like 80 pounds wet. I swear to God. He's a very tiny man. And he, he told me before the show, he's like, I think I'm going to try it tonight. I was like, cool, man, cool. And uh, I, get, I, I don't know what happened. He ends up at the EMT that night. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So this is, so my wife has been, just so everyone knows, my wife's been uh, 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 the, the same. She asked years ago, she had a brownie, and she asked her roommate, am I going to die from weed? And I'm like, just so everyone knows, you're not going to die from weed. You're, no. you're not, you're just not, it's just not going to happen. You're, you're in a different state. Try and write it out. You're going to be drink some water and try and write it out. <laughs> this is, you oh, ain't going to fucking man. die on weed. 
dude. <laughs> that is- I, I'm so glad. I'm so glad though that Sam told the story that way because I was sitting there. I know. Like, oh my god! Like, did uh, did you not text me that your mom died? <laughs> well, no. I was. I, I told Lacey and I said, "Don't tell John the story because I'm going to save it for the podcast." Wow. And my mom's oh, like, Don't say it. Like, like, oh I my know. god, where's this going? But you know what's worse is my director is after that was texting me daily, daily for like four days. How's your mom doing? Is your mom? And I, I don't want to be like, oh no, she's just. She's just a child who eats anything around, and you know. So I was like, "No, she's fine." And then finally, at one point, I'm like, "Please stop asking about her. She's a hundred percent fine." Yeah. And I'm just like, "Ah, oh, good God." No, she just has a low tolerance to marijuana. That's all it was. Oh, <laughs> her man. fucking dog, and her dog who is hyper as hell. I'm like, "Get off me!" The night I spent the night at her house, I was like, "This dog is really growing up. It's really cool." It's just because it was yeah, high dude, as fuck. You need, get, you, need get, you need to get that dog some fucking yeah, some meds, dude. Eating <laughs> some edibles every time I see it. Yeah. Oh, oh man! But I just wanted to end that that story with you guys. Sorry. Yeah, dude, I love it. That was a great story. <laughs> yeah, it was it was well told, Sam. Well told. I was I was a little worried. Yeah. I was a little worried, but you pulled it together. You guys, I appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate it. No, I was, <laughs> it's so funny when I hear these stories of people like who just freak the fuck out on weed. And well, I'm I told like, you one not too long ago about my mother-in-law who ate a cookie and uh, went to the hospital. Yeah. I eat the weed I, I just don't, How do they not I test and tell you right off the bat like you're fucked? Is it just because it's legal that they don't test like that anymore? Like why? No, it's they... because someone. It's because no one's going in there and being like, "Oh, I just ate a bunch of edibles." They're just going like, "I feel weird." Yeah. It's like, wait, 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 wait. Just tell me you ate edibles, and I'm gonna be like, "You're yeah. fucking high. Chill out, bro." Yeah. <laughs> you just gotta be. Let, let's actually do a PSA on that. Doctors, nurses, everyone involved is not there to judge you. Be honest with them. Like honest like that's that's the whole thing. Like if you if you fucking took some edibles or you did whatever, just tell them. Give so them they the know tools how to, help to treat you. you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like it's Definitely. not that hard. Like they they're not gonna throw you in jail, dude. It's like, legal. That's, yeah. not, that's not that's not their job. <laughs> this PSA was brought to you by Weed Oreos. Oreos. Wow. Oh, wait, that's not Oreos. Are they too? <laughs> Brandon's like, I'm uh, not one of these. Brandon's a, all right, well, Brandon's about to do that. I'm about to go play some top golf and go to go to dinner. I don't know. Sam, what do you got going on tonight? Yeah, I'm going to go start dinner for the family. Yeah, fucking boring ass old man over there is going to go do his thing. But, uh... <laughs> Make sure you drink a bottle of water. So you don't yeah, make sure you drink a bottle of water. Oh, this has been fun, guys. Thank you guys for uh, hopping on today again, as always. And everyone at home listening, watching, thank you guys. We got so much more coming in. We are actually working on shit, believe it or not. So we're going to we're gonna keep bringing you episodes every Tuesday. I'm holding you guys accountable as well. 100% and of the time until it's not. Yeah, hundred percent of the time on Tuesday, sixty percent of the time, yeah. but occasionally on Friday. So, uh, <laughs> anyways, thank you guys. Thanks everyone. Uh, it's been a real blast. I'm gonna head out. So, uh, until next time, as always, cheers, brothers. Cheers. Hi, this is Paul Phelps. And this is Monica Strutt. And we're from the Daily Music Business Podcast. We're joined by a number of other really great hosts in creating daily content with great advice for independent musicians just like you. 
That's right. We put out episodes daily on all topics from music marketing to branding, advice on signing with a manager and label and anything else you need to up-level the business side of your music career. We've got it covered. Subscribe to the Daily Music Business Podcast today on your favorite podcast catcher. Subscribe today to the Daily Music Business Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Hey, this is Mike Wiebe, and I'm the singer in a band called The Riverboat Gamblers. And I'm Zach Blair. I play guitar in a band called Rise Against. Mike and I also have a band called The Draculas, and we also have this great, amazing new podcast called Zach and Mike Make Three. Yeah, each week we're going to ask ourselves and we're going to ask our guests what three favorite things they are into at that moment or in their entire lives. And then we're either going to agree with them or we're going to make fun of them. And uh, you're going to listen to it and you're going to like it or we will make fun of you. How about that? I just flipped it on you, the person listening to this right now. But we're going to do it every week here on the Sound Talent Network. Once again, it's called Zach and Mike Make Three. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.